three, two, one. What's up, Dean? Start. Episode 28, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting closer uh, to uh, episode uh, 29. Wait a minute. Hold up. Daily. What? I'm mistaken here, bro. What? Is it 28 or is no, it 29? 29. 29. 29 all mine. Look at us. What's up? Right. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? All right, man. What's up, Jess? Feeling amazing, bro. What uh, that mouth do? Bro, that's disgusting. <laughs> you never tell that shit to no other fucking man. You get sucked in your mouth for that. Hair, <laughs> Just like a time we walked into Red West. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. Uh, oh, so I was rocking the new uh, the new Adidas sling. And uh, these, these two guys said, what's up to you? After we all sit down. And I was like, oh, you know those guys? I was like, yeah, well, I saw that guy staring at you when we came in. But then... Uh, he was like, oh, yeah, that's Jess. Uh, he probably, the, the sling threw him off. He's uh, like, yeah, they probably recognized me, but they're like, Jesse would never walk in with a fucking dude wearing a fucking man bag over his fucking chest like that. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, so, these, yeah. two, these two dudes on a date, yeah, bro. Right. Like, if that, nah, that, that can't be Jesse. These two fucking dudes are on a fucking date or something. <laughs> <laughs> then my boy comes over, he's like, Jess, I thought that was you, dog. What's up? I'm like, what's up, my boy? What's going on? This shit. Shake his hand, and uh, right before we left, uh, I told Dave, hey, let me just go say bye to the homie, dog. So I walked over there, and, and I was like, hey, my boy, uh, yeah, bro, um, this fucking dude with the sling, he's like, yeah, I know, I see. And, yeah. <laughs> he's like, that's why it threw me off, I don't know if it was you. <laughs> Not only that, this motherfucker's been waiting to get this fucking bag delivered. What the He's been waiting, and he don't even fucking take it off at the restaurant. Like, he just leaves it strapped up. I don't know. I don't know the, the man bag etiquette. Maybe you guys want to chime in with it, but... It was for a brief moment. We sat down. We no. ate and we left. We're not sitting down. Bro, we fucking sat down. Spending the afternoon You're, you're supposed to fucking unhitch it. Even even women take off the bag to eat. Right. You, you, you just stay strapped on the whole time. Well, I, I stay strapped, homie. Uh, <laughs> anyway. I, I don't think that's the way it's meant, but okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, anyways, folks, uh, we're back. Episode, episode 29. 29. Uh, getting closer to 30, which is, uh, you know, quite a pinnacle for us, personally. Dirty 30. So, uh, you know, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, yeah. We got another one for you today that we, we're pretty excited to share with you. Um, it's uh, Me and David, we kind of go through these things before we decide, and uh, we had a little experiment that we did yesterday, um, and I walked them through this, like I'm about to walk everybody that's watching this uh, through it, and... Uh, uh, it was interesting to see uh, his thoughts. It was interesting to see his biology react to the question that I posed. And I love so, being without further ado, we're going to get into it. Uh, episode uh, 29 of the Neighborhood Podcast. We're calling this one. Uh, we are all just chasing a feeling. Um, Dave, uh, when I posed this question to you originally, what did you think about the question? What thoughts came into mind? Um, how did it land specifically in your in your perspective? Yeah, so when you asked me that, I um, I didn't say anything, you know, right away. What I did was I closed my mind and, clo- you know, closed my eyes and, and kind of, you well, know. Well, before we get into that, just the question itself. Because we're going to go into oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. what, I, what I made you do after um, I asked you the question. I It was pretty easy. I just thought about what I've been working on, what notes I've made, and, and what trajectories and, and, you know, goals I have for the future already. I do have a five- and ten-year plan that, you know, just things that – ultimately make me happy they're not necessarily just goals anyone can have goals but these are more personal these are things that these are i guess they sort of just happen to me because 
everything that has led up to this moment has led me to what I what I want to do, what I love to do, and and how I want to share that with everyone. So that's what spawned all of that. Okay. I think you personalized that one a little more than I wanted you to. Oh. But just to dumb it down, I just okay. want to dumb down the question. To dumb down the question, basically what we're saying by asking this question, we are just chasing a feeling. Most people are always telling themselves, uh, self-included in the past even more so, now that, you know what I mean, I'm a little bit more knowledgeable, not so much so, but I, it still happened from time to time because I'm still a human being and um, I still have that second uh, mind in there that's always trying to inflect these suggestions, you know. Um, but what we're trying to get to at the core of the question is people think that they're, they're you know, people always like, well, man, listen, once I meet that perfect girl, my life's going to be perfect and I'm going to be so happy. Once I get that perfect job, I'm going to be so happy. Uh, once I get that promotion, I'm going to be so happy. Once I have my home and my rental property, I'm going to be so happy. Once I have this particular car, I'm going to be so happy. You know, and down the line, uh, that's what people usually attribute um, their goals to. In the future, when I reach these pinnacles, then and only then will I be, will I feel sufficient and will I feel complete and accomplished. Once I actually achieve these goals. Um, and, Let me show you how much I listen. Yeah, and so, <laughs> and so that's, the, that's where we're getting at with this question. Yeah, I immediately uh, followed the goals. Yeah, I, yeah I was there, it was happening, it was fulfilling, it was great, and uh, yeah, you know. Yeah, so we're all just chasing a feeling. Um, so, you know, that's what we mean by that question. Um, and, and so you would say, well, why don't you just pose it as uh, we're all just chasing a goal or, um, you know, um, a destination or, um, you know, and the reason I didn't is because that's not what we're really doing. A goal is just a goal. Yeah. And so I told David, I said, listen, we did, so we did this yesterday. Um, I told David, check this out, bro. Um, think about where you want to be in the next five years of your life. And I'm like, but I really need you to take time. We didn't set any time uh, or, you know, I didn't tell him, take 10 minutes, take five minutes. We gave him as much time as he needed for him to get there. It was great. Um, Felt like I was meditating. Yeah. And so I told him, think about where you want to be in five years from today. Think about the, the setting. Think about what it would look like. Think about what it would feel like. Think about um, what it would sound like. What people that you love or friends or family would be there? Um, what, what, um, the five senses. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I was like, really internalize that. Dave, I'm going to ask you for a favor, Roy. If you don't mind taking her and putting her in the room. I don't mind. It's open because, yeah, she's, she's being a little fussy and I'm, 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 I'm scared that it's, it's going to come out in the recording. So um, it's open. Just grab her by the collar, bro. Um, so, yeah, uh, sorry for the interruption, but anyway, I'm back. Um, so I was telling them, think about what it would feel like, where it would be, what it would sound like. If you're drinking anything in particular of your choice, what it would taste like and think about most importantly, what that would feel like in your body. And so he sat there for, I think it took him a good 10 minutes. Um, because it's a lot, it's a lot to grasp. It's a lot to get there with your body and thought and imagining. Uh, all these things just coming together so gracefully and so elegantly. 
um, and just letting your body associate with that thought of you finally arriving there. So it took him about 10 minutes and he did. And the reason I knew that he was there already, because I wasn't talking to him and he wasn't saying a word to me, he was just in meditation thinking about this, trying to get there. The moment I knew that he, arri he had arrived there already was because he started smiling. And so his body at that moment started internalizing, or his biology started internalizing that feeling, that emoting, he was emoting joy, and he was very, very profoundly happy at the, at the destination that he was imagining in his mind. Um, so I told him, you're there already, huh? And he was like, yes. But he, I didn't tell him, like, hey, you're smiling. And uh, he was, I was like, how does it feel? He like, bro, it feels amazing, bro. I, I love it. You know, everybody, like, that's here is so happy for me. And, like, I'm, I feel so accomplished. Like, I've been looking forward to this for such a long time. And um, it's like, I can't believe that I'm finally here. And it just feels amazing. And we never, we never even got into what he was thinking about yesterday. But I just personally asked him today about it, <laughs> right before we started recording. I'm like, by the way, what were you even thinking about? Because my goal yesterday was just to get him there. And 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 the, the trick is to always have some. And you're free to you, you feel free to try this with anybody that you love, your significant other, a friend, a coworker, whatever. Once you get a chance, but make sure that you, and you know, you break it down in those steps that I did. You know what I mean? Where would it be? Who would be there? How would it feel? How would it sound? If you're drinking something of your choice, what would that taste like? Um, all those things, you, you got to internalize, internalize all the five senses. And then picture that destination and try to make it as vivid as possible. And just let them sit there as long as they have to until they get there. Make sure they keep their eyes closed and you just keep an eye on them. When they start smiling, or in some cases, if they start crying, they've gotten there. Because they're already associating their bio their biology and their emotions is already associating them arriving there so it's internalizing it in its body that's why any emotion that we carry around it starts here but the only reason it becomes real is because the body internalizes it and so a lot of people don't know most of our uh thoughts and our memory it's it, it's it's triggered by the mind because that's where it starts but you could always feel it in your body that's where memories are stored in your biology, because it by 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 the thought alone you can trigger old memories and just feel depressed, feel like shit, feel like crying. That's the way it works. This is biology. Um, but anyways, Dave, you want to share with us what it was that you were thinking about? So uh, I was already imagining myself with the nonprofit organization already up, right. the building was up, it was painted, it was filled with everything I wanted it to be filled. There was so many people there. There was a ribbon cutting and. Uh, I had a microphone and just giving announcements and introducing everyone to the facility, and I was wearing something like this. That's why I wore the stakes. This is like what I was, what I felt like I was wearing. Okay. And uh, yeah, it, it was. Uh, I saw there was a, a frame, a picture of me holding up the the first paperwork. The the you know the in, you know when you get a nonprofit organization, your LLC, and and it just had half my face, and it said I had a shirt that said Education should be free. Yeah. And so it's almost fantastic. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. And just like that was for Dave, um, <laughs> I'm sure it would be completely different for each of us individually. Um, but it's just, it's important that we did that, that exercise. And 
basically what I was trying to get at is that we're never really chasing the goal. We're chasing the emotion that that goal would make us feel or, or, or the, the emotion it's associated with. that it's associated with. So it's important to know that. Now, furthermore, I told Dave, you know, what's interesting about that vibrational state that you were holding that brought you to that smile and to make everything feel so real within you is that that's the same vibration that's actually going to attract all those very same things that you desire. Because what a lot of people don't know about us is that we're electric magnetic beings. Um, Dave, what's electric? What's electric? We, we talked about this the other day. The, the, sun. Uh, the sun. Yeah. What's magnetic? Yeah. The earth. Right? Yeah. And we're the conduit, right? What do we call it? You, the transmitter. Uh, the, um, the, what, which one? The, tra the, if, if, uh -huh. that's electric and the earth is magnetic, what are we? We're the, we're the ground. We're the, we're the transmitter. We're the transmitter. Yeah. We're the transmitter. Yeah, we're a battery, essentially. Yeah, we're a battery, essentially. And everything is just about, we're an antenna. We're a battery, we're an antenna. All your thoughts send that signal into the quantum field. And I'm, I'm not going to use too many big words because I don't want to lose anybody. But basically, I'm going to dumb it down for you. You know how when you're scrolling through Netflix or you're scrolling, I mean, I don't even know who the fuck listens to the radio anymore, but it's an analogy. You remember, everybody remembers using the fucking radio at one point. And so you go to the station that you want to listen to. That's exactly what we do with our thoughts. I know there are some people that are always mad, depressed, bitter. Their life sucks. They're always complaining. These people don't seem to understand that's the frequency that they're turning into, that they, they're tuning into. So these people wake up with the same thought every morning, like, fuck me, I got to go to work. Or fuck me, I got to go deal with these fucking assholes at work again. Or I got to deal with this fucking loser husband of mine, or this <laughs> fucking loser wife of mine, you know what I mean? Or unfit mother, like all these negative connotations. This is the first thing we start. We, we, we think of. These are the thoughts that we have. And so the body just says, okay, I guess we're on the station again. You know what I mean? So it tunes right into it. Come here, loser husband. You know what I mean? So it's important to know that we create our own life, our own present by the thoughts that we feed our mind. Walk out with a fucked up feeling and energy and you're going to get fucked up shit. Yeah. So, you know, that's the reason that I'm, I'm, I'm kind of doing this podcast because this has been so beneficial to me. Um, and I mean, probably one of the biggest benefits in, in, in the changes that it's allowed me to, to be able to obtain, just focusing on the inner conversation that we have with each other on a daily basis. I've, I've done an episode one time uh, where it's like... Uh, What's the episode that we call it? Uh, the real estate episode, right? The real estate episode. Yeah, yeah the real estate. Where I, I pose a question. Um, no, we're not into spirituality. We're not podcasters. Don't pigeonhole us. Um, what I was trying to get at is like we're in real estate and we're trying to sell you the real estate that you occupy most of the time, which is your mind. And so we're getting back to that because that's, and that's something that we're going to continue to do here because 
everything starts here. Everything starts with the conversation that we have internally every single day. It's the real estate that doesn't get the investment it, it should or it deserves. Or we it invest in so much other shit. Believe it or not. Or, or we, rather, just so I don't lose the stock. Or it's the real estate where we've never bothered to unpack. Mm-hmm. We've moved in and we've never unpacked a thing since we've moved in. Everything is still boxed up. We don't know what's in that thing because we don't know what's in that box. We're scared to open it because <laughs> what if I'm not ready to handle that? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But continue there. Uh, yeah. yeah, it just people invest in things that they don't even know they invest in without giving the investment to what counts the most. And that's you, your personal investment, your your own, I mean, inventory. I mean, who, who, who does that? It's, it's all, again, we, we, we revert to it all the time. It's the distractions. Everything else is meant to, to not, not to get us to do that because we don't. There's so many other things that we deem important, and they're not. They're useless. Useless. Yeah. Useless. You know, you know um, I used to, for example, you know, used to love going to work, dressing up in a suit every day and, you know, that type of bullshit. But <laughs> now if I really fucking analyze it and if I'm being honest with myself, I only enjoy that because of how I was perceived mm-hmm. by others. A man that wears a suit, you know, and, you know, is well-groomed and smells good and tries to articulate it as best as he can when he speaks and is, you know, his mannerisms, you know what I mean? Like, all these things will make you be perceived as someone intelligent, someone who has class, and it feels good. someone who has money, and, and, and it makes you feel good. But when you... You know, and it's it's nothing to be knocked, but you gotta you gotta understand why you're doing it. I mean, you know, for for me particularly, it wasn't a requirement where I used to work for years. You know what I mean? But then I got lost in that. I got lost in that, and I became that fucking personality. You didn't know the why. I didn't know the why. You know what I mean? One thing is wearing the clothes, but one thing is to fucking get enthralled in that fucking personality and that fucking world, and you know what I mean? Just wake up every day craving that fucking attention, you know? Um, and, you know, just you, you kind of fall into that character and you get stuck there, you know? Yeah. Uh, but not to get too much off track. Oh, no, that's know? great. It's not, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's going back to, to the thing I'm saying, like, since the sun is electric and the earth is uh, magnetic, we're transmitters. And depending on our thoughts is what dictate what station we tune into. So... If you've been living for years a life that's unsatisfactory for you or that's not sufficient or it's not the life that you've been wanting to give your kids or, or, your, or your wife or, or whoever you're in a relationship with. Yourself. Yourself, which is the, the most overlooked relationship in the world. Everything starts with you. If you have a bunch of broken relationships, romantic relationships that haven't worked out, chances are that you are always blaming that person that it didn't work out with and vice versa. But the important thing, thing to know is that every relationship will you, that you will ever have is going to be based on the relation that you have with yourself before. So it's, it's based on your own relationship. The, way, the reason things don't work out is because you're in turmoil with yourself. You're not happy with yourself. 
you don't feel adequate with yourself. And sometimes you don't even know why. And sometimes you don't even know you why. Just, you don't, you just, it's, I'm telling you, it's the most overlooked relationship in the world. We have our fucking government. We have our football team. We have our baseball team. We have our friends. Uh, you know what I mean? Like all these things that, you know, we, you know, that are, necess- that are, are necessities to operate in a, in a, you know, civil society, obviously. But how many times do you overlook yourself to appease somebody else? Or how many times do you show up to an event because people expect you to be there? Even though it's going to be detrimental to you. And, you know, you, you don't really want to be there. But, it's like, what are people going to say if I don't fucking show up? Yeah, you're like, worrying about everybody else. We seem to worry about everybody else. Not yourself. Yeah. So, getting back to what I'm saying is, like, we're never really chasing any goals here, people. These things happen just as a result of being in alignment, showing up as the best person that you could be, being genuine, which is so rare nowadays. Being a genuine, genuinely nice person without an agenda behind these nice actions is so rare. And the funny thing is like people have become so good at just accepting all the fakings that now somebody that shows up and is real and is genuine is hated by most people because they're not fucking playing into the game that everybody else is playing. These are the people that don't get invited anywhere. These are the people that just like, you know what I mean? Like, man, this motherfucker is weird as fuck. <laughs> Listen, if you are one of those people, trust me, you're doing the right thing. The least likes that you get on Instagram, that's confirmation that you're in the right fucking place. <laughs> that's confirmation that you're in the right fucking place because nobody fucks with those people anymore. So... Don't worry about the likes on your Instagrams, on your Facebook, on whatever other fucking platforms you might be on. The more <laughs> likes you get, the more concerned I would be. Because you're giving people the dumb shit that they want. The least likes that you get, but when you post something that's meaningful to you, put it out there. Put it out there. Not everybody's going to give it a like because they don't want to fucking come off as weird. Or they don't have the balls to fucking be like, yeah, you know what? I agree <laughs> with you. But... It's gonna, someone's gonna read it and it's gonna help them out. We don't do this shit for the likes, you know what I mean? We're just hoping, I know that there's fucking at least 200 people that watch this shit every single time we drop it. They'll never fucking give us a comment, they'll never give us a fucking like, and that's okay. Just continue to educate yourself. Continue. You know what I mean? Even even if it's not with us. You know, there's so many times that I drop other fucking people that I follow or that I read. Follow them. If you don't want to give me the fucking kudos, fuck it. Fuck me and Dave. Follow them. Follow people like, like Peter Crone, Jordan Peterson, Dr. Joe Dispenza, Gabor Mate, Eckhart Tolle. These motherfuckers will change your life. Open yourself up to that. If you don't like the way me and Dave look or we're, we're the wrong fucking race or, like I said, we're not on here with fucking celebrities and you know what I mean? Like, like who the fuck are these dudes? Like, are they even rich? Like, that's not what this show's about, bro. That's not what this show's about. Like, you don't fucking get it. See, that's the dumb shit. I'm t- like, you guys only follow specific fucking people. People that are deemed to be popular or celebrities or, uh, I don't know, whatever the fuck it is you're into. You know what I mean? That's the fucking problem. That's the fucking problem. You, you need to have a fucking balance. Like, 
yeah, it's cool that you fucking tapped into the culture, but the culture will fucking destroy your ass if you ain't careful. It'll fucking chew you up and spit you out because there's motherfuckers just like you lined up, lined up. It's never gonna have a. It's never gonna be in lack of somebody that I could chew up and spit out. Yeah, it was funny you mentioned that. I was reading an article recently on uh, on Apple News, but I didn't get to finish it. It's very long. It's it's how social media attributes to anxiety and depression and and a bunch of different uh, uh, you know mental conditions yeah. in our you know with younger kids and our whole society has become a huge part of that. Yeah. But when I finish reading it, I'll share with everyone. I'll give my recap and I'll share with you so we can you know talk about absolutely. But it's a very you just made me remember. I need to finish reading that, but it's a really good article. But it, it attributes to a lot of what people are feeling because it, it has become a platform, uh, you know, yeah, to be social, but, you know, social now, the meaning is, has changed drastically. It's now a way to be accepted. It's now a way you have to look. It's now a, a status. It's, it's, it's just horrible. It's fucking horrible. Yeah. I mean, that's all I have to say about it, but yeah. It's shit people that write the articles. And it's usually people that are depressed that fucking fall into that message. Uh, furthermore, I wanted to share something that I shared with David. Mm. And this just kind of lines up perfectly with what we're talking about today. Sure. Um, so let me just give me a minute here to try to find this. But it's just, it, it's amazing. You know what I mean? This goes back to what I was saying in the beginning. Um, one second here. Boom. Here we go. So this is referring to the powers that be, media, government, religion, uh, influencers, celebrities, Hollywood, the whole gamut across the board. These people are magicians. They know that human consciousness co-creates reality based on what the mind believes to be true and real. Yeah. This process is amplified when instilled in the crowd consciousness. They are projecting what they want into your mind so that you build it for them. We're doing the work. We're doing the work for us. They're feeding us a vision. They drop it in our consciousness. We constantly continue to think about it and we're building all this fucking fear, all this fucking nonsense, all these fucking wars, everything that separates us. We're building it for them. We're building it for them. That's why it's called tell a vision. They're telling us a vision. They want us to internalize so that we can't get it out of our minds. And then we're constantly thinking about it. Why is everybody fucking making memes now about Kanye West? Like, hey, listen, uh, he just got fucking booted out of this restaurant. Or he just got booted out of fucking, Sketchers. Uh, fucking, you know, Pedro's fucking used tire shop. We just got ties with Kanye West. Everybody's now advertising that they're cutting ties with just regular old businesses, bro. You see how fucking powerful that is? People are been talking about that shit all weekend. Yeah. Here we are on Thursday. This should happen fucking last week, and we're still talking about it. Mm -hmm. We're still talking about it. They're the ones that drop it in our minds, and by us constantly regurgitating and talking about it and spreading it. And it's called the news. Whatever it's called. <laughs> Whatever it's called. 
You know what I mean? Like, I was watching the, the Andy Warhol uh, thing on, on Netflix one day. <laughs> yes! And this is what he always <laughs> makes fun of, fun of me for. You know what I mean? I, I was like, bro, like, I, I like art. I like weird, abstract people. You know what I mean? I find them very interesting. He asked me, he like, how'd you like that documentary? Because he told me he had seen it in school when he was in uh, college. Yeah. College, and it was an art class that yeah. that showed it. My art one on one teacher yeah. uh, drawing introduced us to that. And, and I and I told him, I said, listen, bro, I, I, it was a good show, but uh, I I told him like I enjoyed it, bro, but it was a hard watch. <laughs> I'm like, it was a fucking hard watch for me, bro. And he was like, what do you mean it was a hard watch? I'm like, bro, at first it was cool. It was just all about the art, but then they started showing some fucking very homo gay erotic shit bro you know what i mean like and that ain't you know what i mean like and that ain't my bag bro you know what i mean like i can't i, I can't sit there and watch that shit bro like that like my, my nephew's gay and i love him you know what i mean i have a bunch of you know not a bunch but i have a handful of gay friends that i know um i got some acquaintances that are gay that's that's their personal lifestyle they're still great souls and beautiful people they're awesome but you know what i mean like do i i i don't I don't like the idea like, okay, I'm going to start watching something because it's like you present it as one thing and then you inflect, you inflict, uh, like a, you flavor it a different way. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I'm like, yeah, bro, it was a hard watch. I, I couldn't fucking like sit there and watch this shit, bro. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something like, I, I don't think like to me, it just, it's fine that it exists. Like I said, my nephew's gay, and I've accepted it. You know what I mean? And still, I just because he's gay doesn't mean that I don't tell him, hey, mijo, you know what? You still got to be a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You still got to be, you know what I mean? Like, there's, it's not just a label. You still got to be responsible. You yeah, still got to be a good son. You got to be good to yourself. Um, you know, if anything that I've ever tried to inflict him, and, you know, sometimes we've had fallouts over it. It's like I just want him to love himself. I just want him to, to know what his worth is. You know, it's like, it's important. Like, even if you choose to be gay, it's important that you love yourself. Because guess what? Just because you're gay doesn't mean that you're free of ending up in a fucking abusive relationship. Uh, you, you can get fucking hooked on drugs because of, of the culture. Like, you know, one thing that he's even shared with me, the gay culture, using meth is very embedded in that culture. Pills. Uh, pills. Uh, you know what I mean? Like um, unprotected sex. Like there's some, there's a lot of things that you got to be very careful navigating any world, any world. I'm just not alluding to the, to the, to the gay thing. Like I'm alluding to anything. Like there's dudes that are, that are straight. You know what I mean? Which is like, not even like, no one even talks about it. Like there's still gay people. I mean, there's still straight people out here. Yeah. And there's a lot of, you got to be careful on how you tipped over on that because you know, Dave can tell you, he's, you know what I mean? Like, he has a daughter from, you know, from his first relationship, very young. You know what I mean? Like, things happen. It doesn't matter if you think you're, if you're straight. It doesn't matter if you're gay. It doesn't matter if, if you're bi. Like, you, you need to be careful. You, it's important how you show up on a daily basis. It doesn't matter what your label is, what you identify with. It's important that you're that you have that self-love for yourself so that you don't get taken advantage in any of these avenues. But anyways, to allude back to that fucking Andy Warhol thing, he thinks it's hilarious, you know what I mean? He thinks it's hilarious. He like, it was a hard watch. I'm like, bro, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about. I watched like, it a thousand times. Watch it on Netflix. Not you know Netflix. what I mean? Like, it was just like, 
shit that I'm I'm not used to seeing. Well, you know? here's the thing. Look, the people get the misconception that it's about his art or him. Like, yeah, it is, but what it is is a documentary of his life. Uh, the art was a big part of it, but he was a he paved the road for a lot of artists. Like, I mean, he created like MTV in a sense. Uh, he started the magazines, the the. The painting style. No, the and, that, and that, that's the shit that I admire. Bro. Yeah, but... Listen, it, it, one, one thing I, I admire about Andy Warhol is that he used to just pose the question. Never give the answer. He would just pose the question through his art, mm-hmm. but never had to even bother to answer it. No. And if he was asked, he would laugh. And- yeah, like, that was the genius of this man as an artist. Yeah. See, most people nowadays... You can't just make a fucking statement and someone's not going to fucking grill you for it. That's how genius he was. He got famous just by posing the question. Mm-hmm. He got famous just by posing the question. Even when he got interviewed, the guy was great at navigating around the question and being very, 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 uh, uh, very witty. He, he, he's very witty about that. And, and he danced around it, but still gave a good presentation. He still he still uh, presented himself very well. Not until I watched the documentary did I even realize that he was always in disguise. Yeah. Like I did it, I just thought that's what he looked like. Wigs, masks, yeah, I, all kinds of stuff. This, this man was always in disguise. Yeah. I never even knew that. I just thought that he was like a very pale looking individual and, you know, but this was a disguise that he wore all the time. But but to go back to that, his yeah. lifestyle was woven into that documentary so it gave a lot of raw stuff. But yeah. It showed how it played, how he felt, and how it dived back into his art. Yeah. Uh, he he basically, I mean, uh, he was way ahead of his time. And not only that, he influenced and, and kind of like normalized homosexuality in yes. New York City around those times. Yeah, right? yeah. When it, and it's frowned upon, you know, AIDS and everything. But I mean, he, he basically merged it with popular culture. Mm-hmm. And even people that weren't gay started hanging around with gay people, mm-hmm. like at Studio 54, you know what I mean? Like a lot of the famous celebrities came there, mm-hmm. which a lot of them were gay back yeah. then. But there was like straight celebrities that would come yeah. there and party with them because that was the place to be. And then and it was just, yeah. it was a very interesting like documentary. But like I said, there was pieces of it that got really fucking dark. And I was like, oh yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? It's like, it just, I was like, bro, it's a hard watch. And he thought it was hilarious, you know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. I can't even pee with the lights off. <laughs> like it was just like, bro, like, like my body just like, yeah, this this shit ain't normal, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like I can't watch this shit. Like it ain't, it ain't normal, bro. I don't know if it's I, like to me, it's not normal, bro. You know what I mean? It's not normal. I know it's, it's like, but but then again, there's some things that I do or I've done it in my life that probably wouldn't be they'd be frowned upon by other people. So it's just it's just a matter of perspective, and you know what I mean. Like I think people would watch my documentary. Sure, I'm sure they would. You know what I mean. <laughs> but it just you know without getting too far yeah, from no. the point, it's like I'm just alluding to these things. You know, it's yeah. like I just want you to realize you're the creator of your own universe, and the powers that be are using the masses to build these things for them by introducing the right sentiment. By introducing the right sentiment. Like, I mean, when I was growing up, yeah, when I was growing up, um, you know, gay rights was like a big thing. You know what I mean? They were fighting for their rights. They were, you know what I mean? They, they, one thing I've always admired about the, about the gay community is that they know how to organize yeah. more than any other community that I had ever seen 
uh, in my life, you know what I mean? In my whole lifespan, I've never seen anybody organized. They're strong in numbers. Uh, you know, early in my age as, as the gay community. They, and not only that, let's not forget, a lot of them are super talented. Um, they dress well. If you want a fucking beautiful home, you call somebody gay to come in and, and design your interior. Like, they're amazing at a bunch of things. There's a, there, you know what I mean? They're amazing at a bunch of things that that a lot of us don't have. You know what I mean? Like, they have their lanes. Fashion, you know? Huge. Huge. Mm -hmm. um, I think, oh, I, I think okay, I'll try last. I, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're okay. But anyways, um, listen, so I'm just alluding to that. You know, and like I said, um, it's it's important that we that we, it's important that we're careful what we introduce into our minds. As vague as that might seem, like oh, he's exaggerating, bro. It's a fucking documentary, like well, you know what I mean, like. But you know, you be the judge. You be the judge yeah. of it. You try to watch it. The biggest, the biggest takeaway I got when I first watched it yeah. in school was, damn, this guy really opened the door for a lot of people. And, see, and that's interesting, too, that they would even show that in school. Oh, yeah. It but was, see, schools are, are very fucking progressive, like, art schools. I, I mean, art schools. I mean, yeah. granted, these are adults now, and you know what I mean? But it's like, all that is enmeshed in mm -hmm. the art, right? And it's, yeah, and it's how it's taught. My instructor was a, he, he grilled us. I mean, he made us write papers, he made a sketch, he timed us, he was just... He was a drill sergeant when it came to that, but he wanted us to see the bigger message. And if you didn't get it, he'd make you watch it again. Yeah. We'll make discuss it again. Like, no, you're missing it. And what it was is, don't be afraid. I mean, the whole thing was, look, he paved the way. He opened the door for all these artists, different artists. Yeah. And who knows what you're going to come up with, what you might come up with, what you might introduce. It doesn't matter. Don't be afraid. His whole point was, there's no right or wrong with art. It's the way you want it to be created. Yeah. And who knows what it might what it might say, but it doesn't matter. Let the viewer give their own interpretation. Yeah. That's art. Yeah. All I'm trying to allude, is, allude to is this again, bro. It's fine. I'm not making a knock on anything in particular no, here. What I'm not. trying to allude to is like, these people put this, these, these ideas and these visions through music videos, through television, through you know, um, social media, blogs, whatever, in our minds. And we, as the masses, continue to feed ourselves this and continue to think about it. And so as a collective consciousness, we are building these things for them. You know, something as simple as the news, like Fox News, you know, what do you, what do they have? some people have that on all See, day. It's, ne it's never just news. Like every side, whether you're blue, whether you're red, they're going to flavor the news according to what they want to gain out of it. It's never just news. Like Denzel Washington said something beautiful one time when they asked him, do you watch the news? And he said, yes. He's like, because if I don't watch it, I'm uninformed. But if I do watch it, I'm disinformed. So it's like, woo! Yes, Denzel. <laughs> yes, Denzel. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm butchering the quote. But he was like, I watch it because if I don't watch it, I'm uninformed. But when I do watch it, I'm disinformed. It's not real news. It, it's like, but you, like, it doesn't mean that you stop tuning in. You just gotta, 
you gotta have a moral compass. You gotta you gotta know how to sniff through the the bullshit that they're trying to convince you of because somebody is always trying to convince you of something. And take the time. What I do, I take the time to do my research. As easy as it may be for me, sometimes I can do that. I've learned how to train myself and have a way of, of filtering through things. You can sense bullshit. If you just dig a little, yeah, just dig a little, and you'll see. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just. Uh, you know, just use your best, use your better judgment. You know, don't believe the first thing you hear. Um, you know, that's a great quote, by the way. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and you know, me, me and one of my other buddies that's, you know, really into politics, um, we, we, you know, we don't agree on, on everything all the time, but one thing we have agreed on is that politics before used to be more about the issues. Yeah. Now, it's about a fucking bunch of grown-ass people in politics that, that slander each other. Ugh. Let's see how much fucking dirt I can get on this piece of shit and sandbag it. Or give Twitter posts. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's about fucking sandbagging <laughs> yeah. each other now, bro. It is. It's like, like did, did they even talk about any fucking politics mm-hmm. or issues or what platform they're running on? I just heard fucking people just talking shit to each other and pulling each other's cards. Politics are not hot. You know? It's, it's just, it's crazy, man. But anyways, listen, uh, we're going to start winding this up here and so I want to read that quote to you guys one more time okay um, these people which is the people I alluded to earlier they're they uh, these people are magicians they know that human consciousness quote creates reality based on what the mind believes to be true and real this process is then amplified when instilled in the crowd consciousness the masses us the world they are projecting what they want into your mind so that you build it for them. So whatever you feed with thought on a daily basis, weekly basis, yearly basis, we're bringing it into, because we're tuning in to that station of fear, of doubt, of insecurity. And guess what our fucking media feeds us all the time? That exactly. Yeah, exactly. So um, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. Dave, do yeah. you have any final thoughts? No, I like the quote. I like the message. I think it's a great topic. It's, uh, you know, I enjoyed the exercise. I should uh, I would uh, invite everyone here to try it? And uh, this is uh, episode twenty-nine. One last, one last antidote I want to oh, I want to give. Um, I'll give you another analogy. Okay. If you said, Jesse, ten million dollars will make me the happiest man in the world, and I would never have a fucking problem in my life again. What if I gave you that ten million dollars, and immediately after that, I locked you in my basement and never let you out again? Useless. Were that $10 million have served the purpose that you thought it was going to serve? Fuck no. Just another analogy on the same thing that we, uh, you know, we were discussing in the beginning of this and, you know, that leads back to the title. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for tuning in. Um, I hope you find this informative. It was a pleasure for us. Uh, Please, uh, I I beg you, um, contact us, DM us, uh, whatever. Let us know we're doing good. Let us know if there's any personal uh, things that you want us to talk about that we might be able to um, shine some light on. Um, but again, thank you for tuning in. And uh, this is episode 29 yeah. of the Neighbor Podcast. Thank you so much. Just some we love you. Until next time. All right.